With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about the three frozen Chiefs fans that were, of course, found in the backyard of Jordan Willis's home. We have now found out there was fentanyl involved. There was cocaine involved. There was THC involved. And it's very likely the uh, forensic pathologist was on with Fox News again. Once again, he doubled down that most likely the fentanyl caused him to pass out. And they probably got hypothermia and then had cardiac arrest. And that's how they actually died. Now, you could say, hey, the fentanyl is, is the culprit there. Now, the question is, and I think this is something that everybody wants to know, is there a chance of criminal charges here in any way? You know, because we keep hearing that uh, this is not being investigated as like a homicide or something of that nature, but there are scenarios where they could come back and be like, well, it's manslaughter. Or, or something of that nature, right? Or could they figure out that, that this fentanyl was slipped to these three individuals somehow? Who knows? Who knows? And then why could nobody get a hold of Jordan Willis? Now, is it possible? Literally, whatever they took would have had a 48-hour sleep-it-off period? I don't know. Now, the pathologist did say fentanyl affects people different ways and for different lengths of time. Several weeks after three Kansas City Chiefs fans were found dead in their friend's backyard, early toxicology reports indicate the men had cocaine and fentanyl in their systems. According to reports by Fox 4KC and TMZ, which cite sources familiar with the results. This is People Magazine, by the way. People have said multiple times that no foul play is suspected in the deaths. But as the mysterious case garners speculation for both the public and grieving family members who say they still don't have answers from the police, legal experts are weighing in on what evidence means and how the ongoing case could proceed in a court of law. Quote, any fentanyl in the systems of these men is pretty suspicious. And it suggests that something bad happened to them. Ben Trakenberg an associate dean and professor at the University of Missouri School of Law, he adds that if the case turns out to have a criminal component, quote, the question is, 
Who do you want to charge? That's interesting. The three men, Harrington, McGinney, and Johnson, were found by McGinney's fiance, who claim, uh, claim came across the frozen bodies two days later while searching for them on January 9. Jordan Willis, who hosted the party, has spoken through an attorney saying that in the two days between the football game and the discovery of the friend's body, he did not notice the men dead in his backyard or their cars still in the neighborhood. Man, I just don't know how that happened. Families and friends of the victims told WDAF that they repeatedly attempted to contact Willis about his missing friends before the bodies were found. However, in a statement previously attained by People, John Picanero, a lawyer representing Willis, claimed his client, quote, did not receive any text or calls about the friends. The attorney said his client did receive a message on Facebook from a loved one, but claimed Willis didn't see it until after being contacted by the police. The toxicology report has not been publicly released, and the Kansas City Police Department hasn't confirmed the reported results as of Friday. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the fentanyl and cocaine thing did come out, but the actual toxicology report that gives you how much and blah, 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 exactly all the substances involved, was there alcohol, that hasn't come out yet. That's still, that's still being waited. They're still waiting on that. And there was a backlog. I was surprised that we got what we got yesterday. In a statement to police Friday, uh, Elena Gonzalez, a spokesperson for the department, said there were no plans at this time to, quote, release details or reports of this case to the media. Gonzalez called the case, quote, an ongoing death investigation. Hmm. Tragedies are not always criminal. Treckenberg notes that even if a crime was committed, a viable criminal case could hinge on what the remaining two men, another that left early who survived the party, might know and what they are willing to tell the police. You know, he might be able to peel back the curtain on, on whatever it was they were doing. Or, or, let's say he was the friend at the party that wasn't into all this kind of stuff. What if they waited till he left before they busted out the party favors? I'm just bringing that up, okay? That's always a possibility. Quote, there are a couple of possibilities of what happened here, Trakenberg says, listing off hypothetical reasons for the men's death. One, they knew they were taking drugs and something about the drugs went horribly wrong. That has certainly happened before. Now, fentanyl is uh, expert blame fentanyl for the majority of overdose deaths in the United States. Oftentimes, a person unknowingly consumes fentanyl, which sometimes is laced with other drugs. That's kind of what I think is going on here. But that dude's a chemist, so that takes on another sort of, I hate to use the word sinister level, but the fact that this guy's a chemist just seems a little convenient. Quote, another possibility, Trakenberg says, is that somehow these three men had drugs in their system completely unknowingly. The idea that someone slipped a drug into something they were eating or drinking is at least possible. In cases like this, Trakenberg says state and federal prosecutors have a track record of bringing criminal charges of manslaughter and even murder. But he warned such cases often require somebody with inside knowledge of what happened. Usually in an ordinary drug sale, neither the buyer nor the seller has any interest in talking to the police. 
He said, adding, it's not likely there's an envelope hanging around with the seller's business card. Physical and digital evidence in the case is also important. Trankenberg says, if drugs are found on the premises, they could be tested and potentially even traced back to the seller. Additionally, investigators will likely comb through phone and social media records to determine if and when calls, texts, and other messages were sent and who knew what when. As for the toxicology report, Demi Mafia, a clinical pharmacist specialist based in San Diego, warns it's too early for conjecture. We have to wait until the final results the, the results are finalized. Only then can a toxicology say the combination of drugs at those doses led to their deaths or at least contributed to it. All of that is tremendously important if someone is bringing a criminal case, says Trakenberg. So there is still an outside chance there could end up being criminal charges in this thing. But nobody knows exactly how or what they would charge and whom they would charge for this incident. I do find it odd that, that supposedly Jordan Willis has a nickname called the chemist and everybody knows that he was known for mixing these concoctions or whatever, uh, involving, I guess, party favors, drugs. Uh, but, but we still don't know if any of that's confirmed. You know, he's a, He's a COVID scientist, he's an HIV scientist, and evidently he's known his way around this kind of thing for years and years. Something's weird there. So this whole thing is still very weird, even with the fentanyl and the cocaine involved. I still think the most likely scenario is they were like, oh, we're going to do a little coke. Uh-oh, fentanyl's involved. They didn't know it, and they were out, right? Now, fentanyl's a downer, cocaine's an upper. Was there a, a bad collide there? I don't know. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. It's going to be interesting to figure out, can they actually hang somebody with something criminal here, but it's going to take somebody else stepping up. What about the fifth friend? There were five of them, the one that left before all this took place. What does he know? That's the hook now. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.